It's alive. Was the birth of Frankenstein what you imagined it to be? Perhaps contrary to expectations, there was no thunderous sound, flash of lightning, or madman crying out, It's alive! Instead, in the dismal pattering rain, by the light of a dying candle, the creature's limbs convulse, it breathes hard, and its dull yellow eyes open. We are given only a brief but very memorable description of the monster's appearance before Frankenstein, unable to endure the aspect of the being he had created, runs from the room. Quote, His hair was of a lustrous black and flowing, his teeth of pearly whiteness, but these luxuriances only formed a more horrid contrast with his watery eyes that seemed almost the same color as the dun-white sockets in which they were set, his shriveled complexion and straight black lips, unquote. It's a description quite different from the hulking creature with the green, seamed skin, broad forehead, and protruding neck bolts that has become a cliché. I've looked for a true likeness of Frankenstein's monster, and I've had a devil of a time finding one. That shocks me, given the popularity of this novel and the iconic stature of the character. It seems like one that would inspire artistic renderings. There are certainly many moments to come that I'd like to see realized in paint. If you find a good portrait, send it my way. Anyway, instead of some epic coming to life of the creature, what we experience instead are the thoughts, emotions, and reactions of his creator. His horror at the hideousness of the being to whom he had granted life, his anguished sleeplessness and tortured dreams, his terrifying encounter with the being in his own bedroom, and the night spent in panic that the monster might reappear. And finally, the moment he throws open the door to his apartment, only to find it empty, after which we have not seen trace of the creature again. I found myself wondering why this long-anticipated moment was so quiet and so quickly passed over. I can think of a few possible reasons. First, Frankenstein is telling the story as a cautionary tale, the theme of which is the danger of using science to play God, and the resolution of which is, apparently, his utter destruction. It makes sense, from that perspective, that he might not want to dwell on the moment he set in motion the steps that would lead to his present despair. Second, it creates an air of chilling and compelling mystery that after we have waited anxiously to see the manifestation of Frankenstein's fevered labors, we finally do, only for a moment, before he disappears. We glimpse his form, we hear his incomprehensible noises, we see his outstretched arms, and then he's gone, and might be lurking around any corner. I think there might be other reasons, too, but I'm going to save those for later discussion, after you've read more. But in any case, the monster is alive, and so, when I read this the first time, were my expectations of what was to come. And again now.